Welcome to Pop Culture Pizza Party, a podcast that was not sold for $100 million to Spotify. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephanie. And we're here today to talk about the children's classic, Scoob. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yeah, it's a movie, all right. It's a movie. We're going to talk about it here in just a few minutes. But first, got to encourage you all to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us that five-star review. Write some nice things about us. Five stars, people. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, just say some nice things. Maybe if uh, Dr. Stephanie Young somehow <laughs> changed your life in college or, I don't know, gave you a scholarship or or helped <laughs> underfunded youth. I don't know. Let's write something. I don't. We don't care what you say. Just leave us that five star. Also, be sure to subscribe on Spotify if you listen there. Leave us a review. On, I don't know if you can leave a review on Spotify, but if you can, write to them directly yeah. at Spotify.com. <laughs> Dear Mr. Spotify. Dear Mr. Oh, it's a Mr. Spotify. You know what? There needs to be more women CEOs, and it needs to start with Mrs. Spotify. <laughs> Mrs. You mean Ms. Ms. Oh, yes. She is uh, She is untethered to another man. She don't need a man. She's a single woman working her way up in the workforce. Now all I can see is these little cartoons of Spotify. Yeah, just a Miss Spotify. She's yes. wearing a pantsuit. It's green. It's polka dotted. Oh, it's green polka dots. Spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, also, happy Pride Month to our LGBTQ plus listeners. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. For a minute, I almost thought you were going to say happy birthday to Donald Trump. No, no. <laughs> Happy birthday to the gays. No. It's a month-long celebration. Is it his birthday this it month? It is today. Okay. As well, we are recording. Oh, it's, uh, well, what is the day? Is it the 14th? The 14th. Oh, well, fuck you, Mr. President. <laughs> fuck you. Sorry, for a minute, I was like, he's going to wish him what on what? No, no, no. Fuck that guy. Uh, he's the reason the world is burning. Yay. Dumpsters. Yes. Uh, but happy Pride Month to our LGBTQ listeners. We're going to do some Pride. We're, we're going to probably do a Pride review, hopefully. I suggested Brokeback Mountain. And I said, too many cowboys and white men? No, what? No, but it's a gay love story. It's beautiful. Yeah. And my problem is it just reinforces another sad gay story. Those, I want something happy uh, and listen, fun. All the gay stories have happy endings. <laughs> You've got Philadelphia. Happy ending. Milk. Milk. Happy ending. <laughs> A party monster. Happy ending. How about like the birdcage or... um. How about something by Ann Ang Lee, who directed Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. Uh, he also directed Hulk. He did? With, yeah, he directed the Hulk. Not the Incredible Hulk, the weird one where maybe the Hulk was an allegory for being gay. Oh, like in the closet. Maybe, yes. Ow. Bruce Banner kept another man inside of him <laughs> that only came out when he's angry. That sounds pretty gay to me. Well, I was thinking more of like Asian queer cinema. Uh, like the wedding banquet. The wedding banquet. Yes, the wedding banquet. Yes, is which... the wedding planner with Jennifer Lopez? Is that <laughs> no, a it's movie a that is no, no, no. Uh, queer movie? Not it's at not... all. Okay, no. no. Well, happy Pride Month to our listeners. If you are LGBTQ or an ally, happy Pride Month. Get out there and show yourselves. Lots of rainbows. Yeah, rainbows. And, and also Black Lives Matter, yes. which you have to throw in there as well. Yes. So with all that out of the way. We're going to talk about Scoob. <laughs> a real heavy opening for Scoob, which is a movie I would have never seen had we not been quarantined and movie theaters actually shut down. <laughs> right. That was not on my list of movies of, I'm going to go to the movie theater. No, but they saw the success. Uh, Warner Brothers saw the success that Universal had with Trolls World Tour, and they're like, you know what? Let's put this piece of shit direct to DVD, or direct to on demand. Right. And that's where we watched it. And were you a big Scooby-Doo fan growing up? I was as a kid. Scooby-Doo was one of many... Many uh, cartoons that I watched, but Scooby Doo, where are you? I always remember. 
remember running around with uh, Shaggy and Velma and Fred and Daphne. Daphne. Now you name them all. I whenever <laughs> I think of Scooby Doo, I love Scooby Doo. Like I grew up watching Scooby Doo. I loved it. For some reason, I always think of their adventures with the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh yes. When they did when they did the later on episodes where yes. they're like Bubblegum Jones. Yes. Like, we gotta help you guys find yes. the, the mystery. Now there's two schools of thought for Scooby Doo. And there are, uh, what I liked about Scooby-Doo was it was always somebody behind a mask. I like that concept that all this supernatural stuff could be proven by right. science or an unmasking of science? an old white man. What? But there's also, there's this other, uh, there's, there's this other type where the monsters are real. You see that in like Scooby-Doo Monster Island in the live action Scooby-Doo movie from 2002. It was like real monsters. Do you, do you have a preference for which ones you enjoy? I enjoy the one, I, I enjoy, again, probably the cartoon. Um, I'm talking like old school, like 1969 is when this whole cartoon started. And so for me, I grew up with the cartoons and I like the idea that somehow through friendship and investigative journalism, they can figure out that the creature is not actually a creature, but just some scumbag. It's just some oil tycoon trying to skip on the permits. Like, <laughs> old man Willikers, what? what? Why'd you terrorize all these people? Uh, there is an exception, though. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, the animated movie, the, the, the zombies were real. It's, it's a great movie. See, that sounds terrifying. It's great. It's amazing. But this movie, Scoob, kind of does... Everything? It's like a buffet of images. I don't yeah, know how to explain. I don't know. It looked really... The trailer made it look interesting. The trailer is much more coherent as a story than the movie, and that's well, not good. It sells you a bad bill of goods. You think going in, calling it Scoob, and showing how Shaggy and Scooby actually meet as kids and whatnot, you think, oh, this could be similar to a pup named Scooby-Doo when you have these kids learning to growing up together. So it could be like the 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 mystery ink being kids together. And I was looking forward to that. I yes. was looking forward especially the beginning of the movie is adorable. It's that story of Scooby and Shaggy and how they become friends and I thought this is what the movie's going to be about. It's going to be their friendship and we're going to get these stories when they were little kids. The first 15 minutes absolutely wonderful. Adorable. I would I would watch more of that movie. Yes. Absolutely. When they're investigating the haunted house and you see like, oh, it's, it's an old man in a suit. I love the masking. I love that. But then it becomes, it flash forwards to when they're adults and it gets weird real fast. And uh, during this review, actually, you have some Scooby-Doo fun facts, some Scooby-Doo trivia that you're going to pepper in. Because <laughs> if we don't pepper in some joy, uh, we're going to lose our minds because this movie, not Good. Not it, good. It should have been called Scooby Doo Doo. Well, that's how bad it is. Oh, it is. It's pretty bad. Doo Doo uh, means poop. Oh, poop. If really. you didn't know, poop. That is. Yes. I would say this movie is for two audiences: small children who don't understand storylines at all. Yeah, just, <laughs> just the animation. All over the, place. the animation beautiful. Right. It's got great animation. And. If you are high on Scooby Snacks. If you're high on the doobies. The doobies. Do you think somebody who high would enjoy this, though? Absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Because it is all over the place. It is a lot of colors. If you're tripping on LSD <laughs> or dropping acid, you're like, whoa, I can feel every... And maybe if you're on acid, the plot will make sense to you. Because <laughs> it doesn't make it sense. It does not. But hit me with one of them fun facts. Well, what song inspired Scooby's name? 
Uh, I don't know. Was it a... I, I don't know. Frank Sinatra's Strangers in the Night because the one guy thought it was Scooby Dooby Doo. Oh, really? Frank oh, Sinatra? Yes. Oh, oh Blue Eyes? <laughs> okay, that is a Scooby Doo fun that's fact. That's a fun fact. I do enjoy that. Okay, so they flash forward to their adult times as Scooby Doo. And let's talk about the voice cast. And we'll get to the part that pissed everybody off last. <laughs> but you've got Zac Efron as Freddy. Yes. That works. You've got Amanda Seyfried as Daphne. Yes. I like that. Who is Velma? Velma is played by Gina Rodriguez. What is she from? She's, I don't know. Okay. I don't know either. She's one of those tween queens. Okay. Maybe she's from Gossip Girl. <laughs> I assume anybody's from Gossip Girl. And then moving on. And then finally, you've got... Well, Scooby... This is an interesting fact. Scooby is voiced by Frank Welker. Now, do that's who, who does... Is? Now, doesn't he do Scooby a lot of the time? No. He has voiced, in the past, Freddy. Really? Yes. That's interesting. So they took the voice of Fred Jones... And they made him into Scooby. Made it into a dog. Now, the one, the controversial voice casting was Will Forte as Shaggy. Yes. And Will Forte is a fine actor. I enjoy his, uh, MacGruber is an amazing, <laughs> hilarious movie. MacGruber <laughs> is so good. Watch MacGruber. I like Will Forte a lot. However, this should have been Matthew Lillard. And and that's the controversy that yeah. we love Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, we, we met you. him. He's a very you. nice man. He hugged us pre-COVID. Yes. And it was wonderful. <laughs> it was a magical time. We could hug celebrities. And he has been voicing Scooby-Doo in some of the animated series since uh, the 2002 live action movie. I did not know that. Yeah, he's done a lot of the animated work. He's done a lot of voiceover work for Shaggy. So for him to get looped out of this is very upsetting, and people are mad about this, including him. He's very hurt. He hasn't publicly said, like, screw you, Warner Brothers. He's too nice to do He's that. Too He's nice. too nice. He's too nice. And even when the movie opened up, he wished them well. Oh. It was very sweet on Twitter. That's a very nice But man. Matthew Lillard should have been the voice of Shaggy. Will Forte does a good job, but it should have been the guy who's been doing it the whole time. They should have had a voice-off. They should have. We should have had a voice-off, and people should have voted to determine who was going to be that voice. Now, do you know who the original voice of Shaggy was? The No. It was Casey Kasem. Oh, that's right. The disc jockey. Yeah. Yes. American Top 40. Yeah. But do you know why he left the show? The I series? do not know. Because they were going to do a Burger King advertisement with Shaggy, and he's a vegan. Really? Yes. I didn't think vegans and, were around that long. <laughs> and so Casey Kasem left. But now you could have done that because they've got the almost Whopper or the I can't believe it's not a Whopper. Or the we're pretending that it's meat but it's really not Whopper. Yes, it's like it's plant that tastes just like a Whopper. Yes. What's uh, up, Scoop? <laughs> I'm all for vegan food, but sometimes I just want a burger. Yeah, you don't want that plant-based Bullshit. I'm a I'm a I'm a little carnivore. I eat meat. I want my meat. You want that meat. I okay. want that meat. Hot. I'm getting turned on um, right now. Not a good segue, but I figured out who Gina Rodriguez is. Who's Gina Rodriguez? She's Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a tween show. Yes. It's one of them tween shows on the C dub. She won a Golden Globe, by the well, way, good for, for her. Yeah, for so winning that. that. Makes sense. Well, good yes. for her. Okay. So the movie falls off the rails once they become adults because they try <laughs> to lump in all kinds of Hanna-Barbera stuff. It was packed with characters. You've got the Blue Falcon, who I originally thought was just a made-up superhero for the movie, but no, he had a 1970s series, Blue Falcon and Dino-Mutt. So they had their own little series. So I don't know why they tried to put everybody in this. I don't know why they tried to do 
Avengers with Hanna-Barbera properties, which most people do not know. I had to look up who Blue Falcon was. I did not know who Blue Falcon was at all. Yeah, I looked it up, but I was like, that sounds familiar. Um, I'm surprised Johnny Quest didn't make it into it. Yeah, we'll just throw the, all the characters. Or the Flintstones. Because those are all Hanna- <laughs> They should have done cameos, that's why. They could have done, the Flint- done cameos They could have done the Flintstones or the Jets, and then people would have been like, oh, okay, those cameos make sense. But digging... <laughs> But it like, was very obscure, and was, that's the thing. It was, it was very, very obscure. obscure. And uh, I was confused because the villain in this movie is Dick Dastardly, who is for, who you were not familiar with. No. But he's from Wacky Races, which was a Hanna-Barbera series about uh, cars racing, and uh, Dick Dastardly and Muttley were like the main villain who was always being foiled by the other racers. So was he a driver? Was he racing? Yes, or did he, he was own? a driver. Okay. He had the mean machine. Okay. Yeah, and they made him the villain in this movie. But he doesn't drive anything in the movie. I don't understand. No, he does not. He's got the he's got the blimp thing. He's got yes. the airship. Uh, it and his character reminded me of other villains. Does that make sense? Well, to be fair, he should have reminded the other villains should remind you of Dick Dashley because Dick Dashley's been around forever. No, I know, but I'm saying that the movies that we've watched previously, he reminded me of um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Dr. Robotnik? Right. He also reminded me of just any villains with, with mustaches. Let's be real here. But he yep. also reminded Adolf me. Adolf Hitler. Very big villain, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but having having those robotic minions reminded me it was of very Despicable much like, Me. It, yes, it was very Despicable Me. It was very Sonic the Hedgehog now, now that you bring it up. But having your obscure... Why did they make it a villain who's established in another canon? Like, why would they bring it... Are they are they trying to spin off into a wacky races movie? Are they trying to? I, I don't get it. I think they're introducing us to way too many characters, but you're going to they're going to try to have other movies with them. Yeah, it seems like they were doing backdoor pilots for all these characters because later on, Captain Caveman, who's just like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Okay, that makes no sense how they incorporated that character either. It's the we're gonna find this invisible island and there's cavemen, and I was so confused. Again, if I was high. Would totally make sense. There's also a cameo from Hong Kong Fui, who is a who is a <laughs> problematic Asian caricature of a Very dog funny. karate, a karate dog, on one of the arcade machines. So you could have him in it. But yeah. I, if you would have had Captain Caveman, Dick Dastardly, Wacky Races as little cameos or Easter eggs, that would have worked a lot better than what they did. Because again, the first 15 minutes is 100% Scooby-Doo. You've got a mystery in a haunted house, and they figure out what's going on. Unmask a guy. It's perfect. Then it becomes Greek mythology, and they've got to unleash Cerberus. Well, and don't forget that Simon Cowell is also a character in this movie. There's a lot of weird dated references. Like, I went, I'm sorry, what? Like, he plays himself in the movie. Hauntingly animated. Yes. Like, it is horrible. Horrifying how they animated him. I'm like that looks like him in hell. I did not like like a lot of dated references about him judging competitions. A lot of dabbing references. Uh, yes. They, they make a tender joke about firewood. Like, who is this for? Is this for kids or is it for nostalgic uncles? Again, this is the problem. At times, little kids, it's going to be too scary. Like, the Cerberus stuff, I think, is very scary for small children. And then some of the stuff is so unoriginal, older kids aren't really going to care for the movie. And then us adults are like, what are they doing? Yeah, like, I don't get it. This doesn't make any sense. I was very bored. It's only 90 minutes long, but it oh. feels every bit of 15 hours. <laughs> 
I kept looking at the I kept looking at the timer like, is this over yet? Because every time I get comfortable with one thing, they they'd introduce another character. They'd be like, oh, here's Captain Caveman now. Oh, here's Dino Mutt, who is the real life sidekick of Blue Falcon. The only character I thought that was interesting and I wanted more was Dee Dee. Dee Dee, who was the assistant to Blue Falcon. Yes. And this isn't even Blue Falcon. It's, it's his son. It's right. his son, it's his, Brian. <laughs> right, Brian. And we, at, for a moment, we think it's him. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. My dad retired. I'm just taking over his job. There's a lot of fake out deaths in this, too. You think that uh, Blue Falcon, the original Blue Falcon, has died. Also, there's a whole thing where you think Muttley died. And I was like, did they just off Muttley? They in keep between- trying to, yeah, pretend to kill. Yeah, which is guy, which is really dark for this kids movie. It's it's rated PG, but again, I don't know what child who has any kind of comprehension. Like if I set my two year old niece in front of this, she'd probably love it because it's bright colors, Scooby Doo, doggy, whatnot. Yeah, and a lot of movement action, but no substance. There's no su- and Scooby Doo has always been a show that has some substance, A to B to C. You start with the crew, they have a mystery, they find clues, the clues end up with the mystery. There was no mystery in this movie. Do you think that it's so standardized they wanted to do something different from the movie? I don't know. I Maybe. I, I honestly think a lot of greed happened where they were trying to do all these different pilots for other movies, trying to see how this movie would do so they could be like, oh, did people like Dick Dastardly? Also, they probably wanted to sell more toys. Oh, yeah. Because there's a whole Scoob section at Walmart where you can buy, like, Dick Dastardly. You, you can buy Blue the Falcon. Dino Mutt. I mean, Dino Mutt. Absolutely. Like, the more – it was almost the more characters we have, the more toys we can sell and that's all, kind of and, and that's all about it. And it's never stopped any – Warner Brothers is notorious for toys. Like, they love selling toys. Uh, they have the Batman franchise. Every time a Batman movie comes out, there's so many different toys. Like Batman Forever, they're like, hey, we're going to make a Two-Face toy for a child. And we're going to have these uh, Arctic Attack Batman. And there's no Arctic Attack in the movie, but they want to sell toys. (laughs) Well, I I can imagine folks around the table going, okay, this is what we're going to do for the movie. And there was probably a particular sort of story script, and then they just kept throwing stuff. You know, have have you ever cooked Right? In the kitchen. There's a lot of cooks in this kitchen. There's many chefs. And they're like, let's just throw in some of that and that and that. And by the end, you're going, this tastes shitty. Yeah. And what? it's not like a bunch of good chefs going. It's like a it's like somebody, It's like like a bunch of cooks from Burger King. Oh, no. And no, McDonald's no. are just like, you know what we should do? We should put the McNuggets in the parfait. I think this is fraternity brothers getting together and going, let's just throw some of that. Let's throw some marshmallows into that soup. And you're like, what? <laughs> Marshmallow into the soup. Are they making, are they making trash juice? Is um, that... Scooby and Shaggy would eat that, just letting you know. They would. They'd totally eat it. But I can't even tell you, this movie is so unmemorable. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you the plot. No. Aside from some shit because about friendship. Is, because there is no plot. It's just a whole bunch of sequence of action. There's no plot. And plot means you have things that happen over time that leads to a conclusion. And I think the biggest mistake they made with this movie, one of the many, 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 but the biggest, was separating the gang. Yes. You've got this side story of Velma, Daphne, Fred. This is Shaggy and Scooby's movie. This isn't even about the the mystery ink. Which makes me sad because it should be about the gang. Yeah. Scoob is about the gang. It should be, you know? And they have moments where it's like, look, Freddy is strong physically, and Velma, right, is the smart. And Daphne, or maybe it's Daphne's like the the 
empath. Yeah, she's, she's empathetic. She's, right. To the point of she's empathetic to robots. Yeah, she and you have Dusty the robot who has a dustbuster for a head. <laughs> it's just I'm getting upset. Hit me with another Scooby Fun fact. Uh Scooby Fun fact that uh the original series first aired on television in 1969. It is old people. Yes. Do you have any <laughs> trivia? Do you have any, you have any trivia questions? Um what type of dog is Scooby? He's a Great Dane. See, I didn't know that. You know he's a Great Dane? I thought he was like a mastiff. A mastiff? <laughs> have you seen a mastiff? <laughs> No, he's a great date. I asked this question to my dad. He's like, a great date? He had the exact same reaction as you. Like, what? No. He's actually a pug. <laughs> he's actually a pug with a pituitary gland issue. <laughs> he was genetically modified. He was genetically modified. <laughs> modified? Modified. Did you just say modified? I said modified. No. I did go there. No. And that's the kind of pun you could expect from Scoob, <laughs> which is, there were so many puns and not, I just, I want to see a movie that shows friendship. I want to see the gang together solving mysteries. I wanted to, I love a good mystery. And I think the first teen fifth, first 15 minutes that was it is it too much to ask for knives out in the scooby-doo universe that's what i want that's what i want a deep mystery i want to you know what give me a darker scooby-doo give me a murder uh fan fiction right there Oh, oh there's plenty of fan fiction out there about like them solving actual murders Mm-hmm. Mm. There's actually a movie, um, it was on Netflix, it was done by Derek Comedy, it's got Donald Glover in it, it's called Mystery Team, and it's more in line with like an adult Scooby-Doo. So it's like they spoof? Yeah, well, kind of like a spoof, but, but they play it straight. They're like three twenty somethings and they still like solving mysteries, they're called the Mystery Team, until they actually have to solve a real murder. And it's really, really funny and really, really good. We need to watch that. That's I a really good recommendation that nice. I just gave you. You're nice. welcome. Nice, thank you. But overall, how would you? How do you feel about Scoob? Would you watch another one in this series? No. <laughs> not, not, not the way they did it. Uh, no, it, it's just incoherent. And I think again, if I had children, if I was, you know, this is a pandemic. If I was working from home with children, I'd be like, here, kids, you go watch it while Mama does work. And that's what it is. It's a babysitter. It is a babysitter. But any kid over the age of like eight is not going to enjoy eight it. Months or eight, eight? eight months old. Eight months old. Just put them real close to the TV. Just fry their baby eyes. But I just, yeah, I, I did not. I didn't enjoy it. And as a Scooby-Doo fan, I'm so disappointed because probably the nine, the 2002 version was probably better than it, this. It probably is, And yeah. that had Sugar Ray in it. <laughs> well... I want Scooby-Doo to go back to its roots of the scary. Yes, that's when, what I love. That's what I remember as a kid was that it was just spooky enough, but it wasn't terrifying. Before Goosebumps, because I grew up in the Goosebumps generation, so that was my real introduction to like horror and like oh, yeah. scares. Like, Rita Beware, you're in for a scare. But what I loved is Scooby-Doo is so many people's first introduction to horror. Yes. It, it, it's very kid-friendly, but they had... I also loved one... one like, the first 15 minutes were great. And then also that that opening sequence when they're singing, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where, where are, are you? And they're showing, like, clips from, like, all the great... They're kind of doing the, the same opening they used to have with, like... A the, montage. Yeah, the montage, like the robot man, the undersea diver creature, the creeper... All these iconic monsters from the Scooby-Doo lore, and you could have used any of them. You could have had a team-up. You could have done so much fun. You could have made a film for the fans instead of making a film that nobody enjoyed. It, <laughs> I believe it has like a 20 to 30 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's oh, not, so it's not just us. No, it was not well-received. Okay. And we deserved a lot better, so... That's what I miss. I miss the scares. I miss the I fun, too. spooky haunted house stuff. 
and just I remember I, I and I also really did miss solving a mystery. Yeah, there's no mystery. No. In the end, it let's be real. It's a Scooby Don't. Yeah, and even a Scooby Don't you do it. <laughs> Scooby Don't you. And then there's even like the fake out at the end where they're like, was it Simon Cow the whole time? Oh, and you're gosh. like, no, that's that's also bad. That's uh. that that's a bad fake out. So, yeah, I can't recommend this unless you have very small, very stupid children. Or perhaps if you are um, smoking something. If, if you're high on the drugs. But there's plenty of other great animated Scooby-Doo movies. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, that's a great one that I keep recommending. There's also the ones with Matthew Lillard that he did. There's also, like, the Scooby-Doo Super Supernatural episode. And there's Scooby-Doo meets WrestleMania. Uh, oh, there is? Yeah, there's a wrestling Scooby-Doo episode. I did not know that. So it combines your love of Scooby-Doo with wrestling. Yeah, I've never seen it, but it needs to be watched. <laughs> I need to watch Scooby-Doo and WrestleMania Wild or whatever it's called. But yeah, it's just very disappointing that this was the best they could do. It has a high budget. It looks beautiful. But to bring in Greek mythology and other Hanna-Barbera properties, it's and, just not. Again, they tried to do too much in a small movie. And when you mix too many colors together, you get a terrible brown sludgy color. Known and as this, the color of poop. And this movie is poop brown. It is the <laughs> deepest, darkest, poopiest brown. So cannot recommend this unless you have small children or you're a stupid adult. So don't, don't do it. So that is Scoob. Do you think it would have done well in theaters if, if it was released? No. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So they probably did the best they could. I, I would I want to I hope they do a sequel with this animation style, but I want it to be better. I want it to be I spooky. would recommend if they did it that they stick to the original gang. Yes, do that. Have Don't... them work together collectively. Yeah, have them solve like injustices. Right. <laughs> let's let's figure out how to fight racism. Oh, okay. How about that? Yeah, they're gonna fight racism. I, I mean, watch they're that. a group of white people. I'm sure they can figure it out. <laughs> uh, they're paid protesters, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. If you enjoy us, please, like we said, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We love our friends. Spotify as well. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Gavin Eddings. I'm on Twitter and Facebook and also on Instagram. And then you can be followed at on Twitter and Instagram at LostPenny8. Also, I might be launching a new website here soon that I will promote on this podcast because it's free for me to do. So I've got a cool little project that's going to really show my love of horror that I'm really excited about, but I'll have more details on that coming up in the near future. But uh, stay tuned for our Pride episode coming up, hopefully later this week or early next week, because Pride Month is running out. Uh, And if you missed us, we really do appreciate that. But with the way the world is right now, it's been very hard to do podcast episodes. A lot of times, because it doesn't feel good to do a podcast episode. It can feel very heavy and you just, it's, it sucks. So you don't, you don't do it. But if you listen and you enjoy us, we really do appreciate that. And also, it's hard to do them when no new movies come out. So we have to resort to talking about fucking Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for all your support. We appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephanie. Stay weird. Stay weird.